Chapter Eleven of the Ways of Saint Anthony. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. The Ways of Saint Anthony by Sister M. Josephine. Chapter Eleven. Saint Anthony as a Specialist. When one wanted to be quiet and write there was no place like the bench out on the lawn the trees were so beautiful with their fresh spring gowns and the blackbirds hadn't been north long enough to be saucy yet while the fat rabbit that sat upon his haunches and looked so wise was a perfect delight yes that was the place to go so sister salome gathered her papers and pencils and departed out of her warm classroom her fingers were itching to write and why shouldn't they be when st anthony had done a wonderful thing indeed and she was to have the honor of telling about it sister salome felt she was very blessed this was the story martha davis lived with her mother and sister dorothy in a large city and they made a very happy family everyone knew that martha had a cataract on one eye and had had it for years but she was so bright and cheery in spite of it that it never occurred to people to feel sorry for her even the family no longer suggested an operation no no martha used to say when the subject was first broached i won't think of it at all i won't even consider it so please drop the matter and no wonder she could not muster up her courage twenty years before when martha was a young girl her friends noticed that she was getting very near-sighted she held her paper very close to her eyes when she read and sewing seemed impossible unless the work was almost in her face her mother thought she needed glasses and so one day took her to dr harding a specialist to have her eyes tested who does not know what the wait in a doctor's office is time drags heavily and is relieved only by an occasional glimpse of the white-clad figure as he smiles upon his patients and then disappears for another interminable period but mrs davis and martha were not accustomed to complain so they sat very quietly until they were summoned into the great man's private office it did not take very long to diagnose the case and he soon announced that martha was suffering not from near-sightedness as she thought but from a cataract on each eye the announcement came like a thunderbolt sister salome laid her pencil down very slowly then she looked up at the blue sky towards which a gray streak was rising steadily from a distant smokestack all around the grass was green and on the edge of the walk a robin redbreast was cocking his head as though considering the merits of something creeping among the flowers sister salome took a long breath had she ever really thanked god for her gift of sight she wondered what a blessing it was and she could so easily have lost it a hundred times over she was surely ungrateful but she would never be again and she began once more to write 
dr harding said the only thing to do was to perform an operation he would first clear the right eye and later would remove the cataract from the left one which was not quite so bad there was nothing really to worry about he said he had removed many such conditions and his success in this case was almost certain he spoke in such a confident manner that both martha and her mother took hope and before they left it was agreed that the former should go to the hospital the next morning and the doctor would make her as good as new that evening was scarcely a merry one in the davis household though each one tried to think of something pleasant to say just to keep up the spirits of the others however at last it was over the night was past and martha with her mother and sister presented herself at the hospital pretty badly frightened but outwardly brave and smiling dr harding was in high good spirits and his cheery good morning was very reassuring the preparations were speedily made and the oculist set to work after a while martha began to think something must be the matter the doctor looked worried and there was a queer feeling in her eye she thought that it must be draining even after the nurse had bandaged out all the light and had put her to bed she could feel the same sensation but she supposed it was part of the operation and so asked no questions and made no complaint when mrs davis arrived at the hospital the following morning the truth came out in some unaccountable way dr harding had cut the eyeball and the damage was irreparable the eye was running steadily and would continue to run until the socket was empty and there would be a total loss of sight mrs davis was heartbroken of course but she was too much mistress of herself to make an outcry and besides martha must be saved as much as possible if it was god's will then they would all have to bear it only after she had returned home did the full measure of her grief show itself and she and dorothy sorrowed together in the evening dorothy was going to the hospital so after tea she started out but before she left the house she wrote a petition to the wonder worker and promised him an offering for his bread fund if her sister's sight was saved that would be a miracle indeed the eyeball had collapsed and the liquid contents had almost entirely escaped dorothy however resolutely dropped her petition into the box before the saint's shrine in the church and then forced herself to hope nor was she to be disappointed the very next morning the draining sensation ceased when a little later on the nurse removed the bandages for the doctor his amazement was beyond words to describe the socket was not only not empty but to add to his astonishment he found that it was refilling and that the eyeball was reshaping itself the thing was beyond the comprehension of the learned man who knew nothing of the dear franciscan saint and his ways but he was to have still another shock for on the third day martha could see anything held before her 
when she returned home the only difference her friend saw in her appearance was that her right eye looked very bright behind her new glasses the miracle was worked i wonder how it would feel said sister salome to herself to know that you had been the object of a true miracle for a long time she sat still pondering this then she heard the meditation bell ring anyway she added aloud as she gathered up her things the responsory is right if you would see miracles ask saint anthony for them and she went into prayers end of chapter 11 recording by john brandon